like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. It's the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson. Hello, Marv. Hello, Miss Kelly. You were just telling me that you're about to drop some knowledge on us that really cannot be found anywhere in astrology except for a book that you participated in writing. Is this right? That's correct. Wow. I feel so like this is like a big drop. <laughs> well, Exclusive. Not, you know, on Velvet's Edge. I did. I did. I studied under a um, major astrologer and he was a spiritual astrologer in the 90s. And that's where I got all of my Native American training, Native American medicine wheel. You've been in my office and you see that medicine wheel I have hanging Mm -hmm. that uh, really uh, incorporates the Native American traditions, astrology, phase relations, age relatedness, and especially masculine and feminine. You know, we always talk about the masculine feminine, but I mean, you know, it kind of rolls off people. Well, how do I, how do I understand that? Yeah. Well, I'm getting ready to tell you how to understand that. Okay. Well, damn, so let's that go. You can start uh, <laughs> learning how to understand. Um, so as, as we're leaving the, the, uh, the Pisces full moon, uh, like we were talking about, is coming off the Leo new moon. So 14 days ago, you started something. And so for the last 14 days, uh, is a project you started going well? Uh, Are you bumping up against a lot of um, issues? Um, Like I I had said that we're going to have a rebelliousness, uh, a lot of emotional war uh, affecting others. Uh, increased conceit, self-serving people, um, even even fraud and all of that was um, communication difficulties in general. Does that have so, to do with the retrogrades or that has to do with? It's got to do with, well, it's got to do with the whole 
the retrogrades. It's got yeah. to do with the new, uh, the Leo new moon, and what the chart was saying that we were going to be confronting with those things. You know, I was realizing this as I was writing a lot of this. You know, a lot of times we talk about um, highlighting the chart patterns. And when I highlight those chart patterns, I'm looking for the challenging energies. I'm not looking necessarily for the uh, positive energies when I when I do this, because the challenges is what people are always conflicted with. Right. Okay. And so as we look at Leo, uh, there we had some communication problems. Leo can be very boisterous, very self-serving, self-interested, very individualistic, uh, and they're they're uh, they're extremely smart and intuitive, uh, and of course, most of all, they're extraordinarily creative. So the big deal about the Leo new moon and Leo in general is now as we start looking at this Pisces full moon, is there's actually two kinds of Leos. Okay, when you hit when you get to the middle of the month of a Leo. Uh, that's 15 degrees. Okay. And so the first part of Leo is about that individualism, about that personality, about that uh, representation of spirit and building the personality of, of, um, of their individual selves, mm -hmm. independent selves, um, being playful and having fun and so forth. So that's the first part of Leo. The second part of Leo is now your creativity has to be something for something, for mm -hmm. who you, what is, what is the spiritual edict or edict is to serve humanity. Well, what good is it to be all creative and paint a picture if nobody wants to buy it? Right. If nobody else likes your creativity, well, then what's the point? Right. And so the latter half of Leo is now moving into a different paradigm, a different structure of how they're supposed to be shaping and molding their lives, which is to allow align that creativity with human human need to 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 make that uh make that individualism into something that serves a greater whole mm. a greater purpose and of course as we go run down this uh you can see how that fits the 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 problem that i'm talking about when we look at the yearly cycle i know we've mentioned before somewhat some phases and um but I've never talked about the emotional bodies um, and and the bodies of man, which are all so important in, in a spiritual understanding. I mean, we have a male side and a female side. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when when you talk about the masculine and feminine, I mean, you know, people are trying to always struggle. Well, I'm uh, you know, like I've I've seen a lot of clients that are more masculine and needing to develop more feminine or more feminine need to develop some more of their masculine. Yeah, well, that that is played out in the yearly cycle as well. And where it's played out is when the um, the sun moves into gibbous, which okay. is 
15 Leo. Okay. When you move from when you move from that Aries um new phase into gibbous, you're moving, you're moving in male, you're using male energy. So we've all been operating on male energy for since the um Leo new the Leo moon and the uh of last month. And of course, you know, the the, the masculine is 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 a whole lot different in the way we process and experience life. Mm-hmm. So we call that the male emotional body. So what this what we're talking about here is the wobble. We know this as the wobble at 15 Leo is when the baton gets handed off from the masculine to the feminine. And we start processing life in a completely different orientation. Well, you've been telling us we were going to shift into way more feminine-led energy, right? Or feminine-guided energy. Well, that's even on a bigger macrocosm. Oh, okay. But I'm just talking about just in general in a yearly cycle okay. and a monthly cycle. Okay. So you can use this wobble in the month. If you're journaling, you start journaling at the new moon. And when we get to the, when the, the new moon gets into or the sun moves into um, uh, 15 Leo, yeah. Well, then we're now into gibbous. When you say 15 Leo, body. okay, what is 15 Leo? That mean? is where, that is the demarcation from the masculine energy handing the baton to the feminine energy. But it like, happens every month. So it's just mid-month. <laughs> it's mid-month. Okay. <laughs> so it's the very <laughs> fancy way to say halfway through the month. <laughs> well. It's it's a little before the new month. I'm oh, okay. I, I guess I should clarify that when it's 15 Leo, uh, this that's on the yearly cycle. Okay. On the on the um in the monthly cycle, that's um that's three phases, which is uh roughly 13 days. Mm-hmm. So about 13 days or roughly you know, anywhere around that 13, 14 day period. Right. We're we're shifting from masculine energy to feminine energy. Okay. And the processing is completely different. And so that's why we call it the wobble. I mean, it's just like when you think of a race and you think of a relay race, that baton is getting handed off. Yeah. To the next runner. So this well, happens every month. Every month. And for every human, whether you're female or male. With every human being. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So that wobble is uh, trying to find balance. This is where your personal needs Mm -hmm. intersect to social needs. Ah. Social needs meaning like. The needs of the whole. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, we've got to serve a great, I mean, if we're really truly in purpose, we got to serve a greater purpose than ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's when you go to work. Mm -hmm. That's Virgo, the new moon that's coming up. Right. So when you get into Virgo, you're participating with unequal relationships. You're participating in a business or a company. You're participating in a, you're just one cog of a wheel in participating in a greater, uh, a greater endeavor with many other people. Right. And you've got to, you know, you're doing your job. So, and when we started out in, in the April of new phase, that was male energy. So that's uh, the, the male actually starts in uh, late in early, actually in late Aquarius, the opposite of Leo. Mm -hmm. That's when male ener female energy shifts the baton back to male energy. But that male energy is about dream time, seeding time, intuitive time, so that we can get our marching orders so that when springtime comes, we're ready to shoot out of the gate and go forth and start really manifesting. Okay, now I'm really confused. So let me get this straight. Each month, halfway through the month, we shift from male energy to female energy. Yeah. Then what you just described sounds more like yearly. We switch. No. Okay. It's going to work really... the same way. It works both ways. It works yearly and monthly. But you see, the yearly is a good time to under try to understand what's going on. I mean, everybody's complaining about confusion. Everybody is complaining about something or other not working. And yes, we got a Mercury retrograde. Yes, we got a Venus. But there's also that feminine energy that's now trying to pull into themselves right. and taking things so personally. Right. And when they're used to being so masculine and fighting up against something, now they're kind of absorbing it in. Mm. And so we're all absorbing in and reflecting to bring us into a new feminine um, process. And that's the wobble. Okay. I don't know if I fully understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying about the month. I don't think I understand where the Aquarius thing tied in there. Well, because in Aquarius, the fem if we got a if we got a point that the male shifts into the feminine, what's the point that the feminine shifts into the masculine? That's why I'm asking. I don't that would be halfway through February. So halfway through the year, though. And then does it start going reverse to where you're in your feminine at the beginning of the month and then in the masculine at the end of the month? No, <laughs> not on a monthly cycle. <laughs> Listen, anyone who's listening, like, are you with me or, <laughs> or am I making this more complicated? I am so confused about this. Does okay, it matter we'll... if we understand? Well, yeah, because it, if you if you understand if you understand this wobble effect, see when you're looking at it on a yearly basis, it's easier to 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 get a hold of it and see what's going on. But does that mean a lot of, six months? A lot of shifting going on between August and September. Okay. 
whether it's whether you got retrograde cycles or not, there's right. still shifting going right. on in August, late August and September. Okay. And then for the rest of the year now, we're going to be playing out on feminine energy. Until February. Then we'll shift. And until mid-February and we shift back to masculine. But within those months, like September, October, November, we're still doing the wobble in within the month, right? Yeah, but it's not okay. as pronounced. Okay. So it's on a bigger scale. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's why I was asking, is there, are we doing it twice? Like, is there each month we're doing it? And then on the bigger scale in the years, we're doing it as well. Yes. Within a year. In other words, if you know the Bible Mm -hmm. and everybody that knows the Bible, Ezekiel says there's wheels inside of wheels. Right. That right. Now I'm getting. So in other words, I'm turning wheels into cycles. Right. Okay. There's cycles inside of cycles inside of cycles. Yes. Can I tell you? So let me say something about the cycles. When I was reading this outline about going back and forth between the masculine and feminine, it was so difficult for me not to think about all the women who would be like, of course, that's the energy. Like, the male, you talk about the male emotional body and how it's connected to our personal needs. And again, I know we have both of these energies within ourselves, but then the female energy is about the needs of the whole. And I was like, well, if that's not men are from Mars, women are from Venus right there, like in writing how the dynamics of most relationships work, right? Like the male is always making sure his needs are met. And the woman is like scrambling around <laughs> trying to make sure the whole family <laughs> is taken care of. Do you see exactly. what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, shit, Marv just put it in writing. Everyone else is afraid to say it. <laughs> well, see, that's why when you actually understand this cycle, see, we used to journal back in the day when I was learning all of this. Yeah, We would journal the phases and you start journaling what's going on. You start to see it real clearly. Okay. So I realize it's difficult. You may have to read, you may have to uh, listen to the podcast a couple of times. Right. But I also post this on the website so you can get these notes. And once you, once you get the notes, you'll understand right. even more clearly. So you see, when when you're talking about the male emotional body, that's when you're that's when you're in your desires. That's when you're you're activating emotions for what you want, and the emotions hold the memories of your past. Okay. Okay. So, in other words, whatever what shapes and attracts is what we manifest, what we're manifesting, attempting to manifest. That is what our desires are. Right. And when we have passion and desires, that becomes the fuel for that focus of what we want to accomplish. And that's very male. Mm -hmm. So a male is always is about is about going out and making things happen. Right. Male is thrusting out. Right. 
Well, they're going to thrust out in accordance to their emotions and their desires and their passions. Okay. Okay. And so it's very important, um, you know, to understand the difference in the two bodies, the male emotional, the female emotional. So the disharmony in the male emotional body is the subconscious is continuation of emotional patterns. So like what you're saying about recognizing something from the past, but then it would be. So I guess the problem being like, if you're just repeating patterns that didn't work, am I right? Okay. So now even the male is bumping up against frustration. Right. So he's bumping up against old patterns, obstructing his progress. Why can't I make this work? Why right. can't let me get a bigger hammer? That's what we always say. Right. Let me, you know, the frustration starts creeping in because the self-sabotaging process is going on. Mm-hmm. The male sabotages himself because their their goal wasn't clear, number one. And they start doing things in an old way that sabotage their efforts. Right. And so uh, it's this is how we're seeing the negative emotions. When we get negative emotions and frustrations, we have to understand we're operating out of the old patterns, Mm -hmm. the old conditioning. And so how do we heal this? We've got to recognize that old, old images, old emotional response patterns held in the muscle tissue. Um, and so we've got to rework the old images and patterns through experience. When something isn't working, you don't get a bigger hammer. Right. Just because you try harder doesn't mean it's going to work. I mean, what's the old saying? Work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're working harder and harder and harder, you're just trying to do it in a way that's an old conditioned and patterned way in your life. Mm-hmm. And so what you're ultimately trying to do is uh, you're trying to move into uh, a greater communication with, with spirit or God or higher mind so that you start getting feedback on what you need. When you bump up against a conflict and a problem, you know that's coming out of your past and something has to be changed. A perspective, an opinion, a judgment, that has to be recognized and say, well, let me look at this in a different way. Mm -hmm. Let me look at this from a different perspective to make it work out like I'd like. Now that's male. Okay. That's very male. And male, I mean, the big thing about male is they're 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 focused on a project and they've got to focus on one thing at a time until the project mm-hmm. gets gets done. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we understand the healing that's got to take place in the male. Now we turn to we we give the baton over to the feminine.
If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Mother's Day is right around the corner and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast, I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And why are we tying this, I guess, like, what's the connection here with these energies and the Leo new moon? Or is this just like going on all the time? It's every new moon. It's every new moon. It's not just Leo new moon. It's every new moon starts out with a masculine cycle. Okay, and then that's where the 15, the Leo 15 came in that you were talking Well, about. that's where the 13 days or 14 right. days, whether it happens in Leo or wherever it happens, it happens in Leo on the yearly cycle, but it happens right. 13 days after the new moon on a monthly cycle. Okay, so we're, we just talked about what the energy would be at the beginning of the month when the new moon or whenever the new moon happens. And then right. now this is moving into the feminine parts of that, which talks about right. the needs of the whole. Okay. Now we're into the feminine. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, the feminine is about um, 
working with the family, working with the greater humanity, working with a greater wholeness, taking everybody into consideration. Mm-hmm. Every 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 family unit, every um, work environment into consideration. Okay. So the feminine is now is now in a process of um, supporting, nurturing, growing, keeping things together. I mean, the male was just focused on a desire, right? But the feminine's got to take care and take look at everything. This is some fucking bullshit. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> so well. We're 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 trying to um, the the feminine is connected to the needs of the whole through the imaginations, dreams, visions, so that they can ultimately give that vision over to the masculine to go Mm -hmm. make it happen. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Okay. So the female emotional body, see, it can't analyze and handle the present cycle without, um, without processing negative emotions from the past. Okay. So when the masculine hands you the baton and he's all frustrated and he's all up in the air about his job and his work, about the relationship and his needs. Well, now the feminine has to start processing all those negative emotions so that they can uh, reprocess into a different perspective and perception. Okay. And they're going to do that through their imagination of how things need to do and need to work to foster growth and success. Mm -hmm. And so... The the it's the continuation of actions, but with an internal evaluation. So okay, now that does make sense. So it's like here comes the masculine, and I want to say this: like when I first read the outline, like I just was making the jokes about, well, this is some bullshit that the male goes out just worrying about his desires comes back in and the woman has to fix the problems for everybody or whatever. That's how I read that. But it's interesting because one of the themes of the podcast that we've been talking about a lot lately with some of the guests is just how connected we all are. And I think it's kind of interesting to watch, you know, like the feminism movement and a lot of that has turned into like male bashing. And the thought I was having that I just wrote down while you were talking was just that doesn't really work because we have both energies within ourselves. So again, it's another part of us all being connected. And as much as we try to blame the male or blame the female or say, we're just wired so differently, we are. But the reason that we should try to like focus on the positives is because the skill sets are needed, like for the greater whole, for both of us to work together. And I kind of am having this other thought that goes with that about the reason I get so frustrated when people are like, Oh, boys will be boys. Or, you know, like just the excuses of certain bad behaviors because people are either a female or a male, like it's bullshit. Cause you actually have both inside of you. So if you're just a, acting like a boy will be a boy or whatever, you're actually just not tapped into your feminine energy at all. Like, so that's on you. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mar? 
Exactly. <laughs> okay. I mean, your wholeness is going to have both sides, isn't it? It sure is. You can't be whole unless you have the uh -uh. masculine principle and the feminine principle. Right. So when you're arguing against the other person, what is actually missing inside of you that you're so angry right. at that other energy? Mm -hmm. And and how are you arguing? You arguing from a masculine perspective, or are you arguing from a feminine perspective? Exactly. Now and that does not have know. to do with your gender. <laughs> now you know the wobble. I got the wobble. Figured out the wobble. Okay. <laughs> and so now when we're in the feminine and the feminine body, and we are now stimulated by emotions that are creating new desires within the context of the whole. Okay. And so we're, we, we, the feminine disharmony is that they must process negative emotions within that context of the whole. Okay. Okay. So in other words, when you, when the feminine takes their creativity and starts intuition and feeling that, you know, divine organization. Yeah. Well, now you can start reconstructing what these negative emotions are about. Mm. And so a negative response from others, you have to process them through. How's a male going to process through negative emotions from others? Fight. Well, you said it. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> well, I, that's what I say. That's what I, I mean. It's going to, it's going to push out. Right. It's not going to pull in and start, you know, start trying to analyze the relationship of it. Mm-mm. The masculine is in relationship with their own desires and their own passions. Mm -hmm. How the hell are you going to, how are you going to process out your relationship issues in the masculine? Mm. I'm not, I'm going to go get a beer. I'm going to go get a hammer. I'm going to go fight. I'm going to go, I'm going to go beat up a tree. I'm going right. <laughs> to, hey, I got to be boys, physical. <laughs> there you go. You're going to be physical. <laughs> right. And so. This is what the the feminine's got to do is process those negative emotions so that they can discover those old emotional patterns. Mm. Now, whether that happens with inside of you, if you take responsibility for, you know, what's being reflected back to you, mm -hmm. well, then if you got a if you got a balanced feminine and you're a masculine. Well, then you can start processing and taking responsibility for some of those negative patterns that's coming back at you. And going inside versus pushing right. out. So you're moving yeah. internally. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, every male isn't just male. Every, I mean, we all got all of it and it's right. all accentuated and amongst different uh, variables uh, between people. Right. But. You, you've got to be able to make that shift. If you're getting hollered at about something that you've done uh, or blamed or whatever, well, the shift's got to, shift can't be just go into more masculine. The shift's got to go into a feminine that says, well, let me process this out. Was right. Is this, 
Did I have responsibility? Was my intention there? Am, am I, did I have skin in the game here? Mm-hmm. And then you, then you can come to saying, you know what? I apologize for that. I didn't, you know, I could have, I, I should have um, processed that differently. And this is the way I would prefer to see it in the future to mm-hmm. create a greater harmony within myself and within the relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, see, that's a, that's a better way to take responsibility for everything that happens in your life. Totally. Because you're, you're going back and forth and utilizing the feminine and the masculine bodies in a right and appropriate way. Right. And so the healing is uh, for the feminine is a, is a, a revisualization of the goal. Okay. When the masculine is having frustration and conflict, well, the feminine's kind of got to step back and intuit what's kind of going on here. Mm-hmm. And so it's using others' input. See, masculine isn't it isn't easy to listen to somebody else when you're all masculine because you got yeah. an ego. Right. But when you when you got an equal feminine, well, then you can, you know, use the input, the objectivity that's coming back at you from every from every activity and people in your life. What, what part of what, why did I create this? You create everything in your life for feedback. Mm. And so the healing for the feminine is evaluating relationship with others and processing manifesting forms. If they're, if, if they're actually manifesting properly within the, the initial visualization and the goal. So you re- reframe some of the emotional conflict to fit your current outlook and enhance desires. Well, you're growing up, you're getting older, you're getting more mature. So that's giving you a chance to process things out at 38 that you didn't process very well at 27, right. but you're still facing the same conflict. Mm-hmm. You see? So this is all very much in repeated conflict, which is repeating patterns, repeating um, repeating the old sabotaging uh, belief system. Yeah. I mean, so that makes sense because that's how we go about life. And hopefully, as you're getting older, you're taking in the experiences that you've had and you're like, wait a second, this is familiar. I've done this before. <laughs> and the only way to do have a different result is to do something different yeah okay i mean what do we call doing the same thing expecting a different result insanity (laughs) i I didn't say that (laughs) i did (laughs) and so the spiritual need for the emotion the, the feminine emotional body is to uh, interact with others to bring form to a divine plan. And okay. who had the divine plan? The feminine. Mm-hmm. The feminine had the divine plan. And that was turned over to the masculine. To, to put it into action. Okay. Right. So we evaluate what you need with others. Okay. If it, yeah, just doing something that's for your own desires, we call selfish. Correct. There's there's not a Leo alive that hasn't been called selfish. <laughs> Is that true? 
That's absolutely a fact. Interesting. Is that, that's just like you said, it's just because they're thinking through, what is it, a heavy masculine energy or what? Why is that? Well, Leo? yeah, it's very heavy because, I mean, you know, you're you're building the first, the total human being individuated from every everything you've learned up into this point, mm-hmm. from Aries to Leo. Mm-hmm. And so Leo is the first sign of individuation and beginning the process to spiritualize that individuality. Okay. And so we have to interact um, from the feminine body. We have to interact with, a. we have to take things globally, look at things from a much larger perspective. Mm-hmm. So as complicated as that was, there's a little bit of glimmer here of understanding maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's just interesting to think about, like we were describing the difference between when you actually think about in your life, the difference between a male and a female, like the energies that are typically provided if we're going by standard roles of that, you know, and I think that just by nature, most people could recognize that within their life to some degree. And I think it's just interesting to think about how angry we get at the other energy when it's like, actually both sides are inside of both of us. And we're just trying to find harmony and use both energies to produce the outcome every time. Like we're doing that all the time within ourselves. So I think it's just interesting. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, if you got two people that's arguing from a masculine body, all they're doing is arguing about their ego and their own desires and their Mm -hmm. own, you know, selfish individual wants. Mm -hmm. So somebody's got to play one role and the other plays another role. So we find somewhere the twain do meet. Right. Well, so this gives us a way to start understanding how to see these roles and then measure them. Okay. And and from an astrological standpoint. So that brings us to the Pisces full moon. Um, so what we're doing here is um, we're redefining the masculine feminine roles within ourselves. I was just laughing when I read that on the outline because it's exactly what I'm just saying. So but this full yeah. moon is going to maximize that. Yes. Oh, boy. Because Pisces is surrendering. Mm. Pisces wants to look out in this selfless service. It wants to serve the greater whole. It's more connected to the universal consciousness than any other sign. Mm. So Pisces is is that very sensitive, giving nature, spiritual nature. And when it's used appropriately and correctly, it uh, it's a very beautiful sign. Mm. Uh, so we have to, uh, in this Pisces full moon, we have to start uh, looking at and developing equal and respectful partnerships. I mean, if you don't respect somebody, if you don't respect the partner, how are you going to make, how's that going to work? Yeah, I mean, well. you know, we're, we're, we're combining reason masculine with intuition feminine 
Okay. To arrive at a holistic integration of thought. So now we're bringing order to the whole by thinking globally. So in other words, for the next 14 days, we have to really start looking at our masculine feminine selves and relationship patterns and mm -hmm. and how we're viewing them and looking at them and so on. This and is this is so... an important time. Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I mean, I really feel that in my life. I had a conversation this morning where I said, you know, a pattern in my life is to, it's over responsibility. Like I feel very responsible for everyone's needs or whatever, which is a heavy feminine energy from what I'm hearing you say, but I can go too far with it. Right. So, you know, everything in moderation. And I was realizing today that some of the dynamics in certain relationships in my life currently I'm doing that again. Like I'm sort of like 
taking on that energy. And, and what I said was, I just need to remember to like, think about myself. And so I guess I'm out of balance with my masculine and feminine energy is all that that is saying to me, which perfect timing with this Pisces new moon coming up. <laughs> I mean, full moon. Well, and that's, that's what happens at the wobble. Yeah. That's yeah. what's happening. That is what's happening. And so, you know, one of the things that one of the chart patterns uh, in this full moon was that the moon is conjunct Saturn. Okay. Well, the moon is all your yesterdays, all mm. your memories, all your conditioning, mm. all your patterns. And Saturn is responsibilities for all of those. So we're all facing, uh, you know, these conditionings and patterns which can make us very insecure yeah. in relating to others, can make us very fearful in being honest, being straightforward. Mm -hmm. Remember, we're in a Mercury retrograde and a Venus retrograde. These are all saying, hey, you need to get honest with who you are, what you value, and your communications. Right. And of course, if you're if you're just a little bit off-center. And you're having a hard time unbreaking your your habit patterns. Well, then you're not going to be co totally completely honest, are you? No, you can't be because I think right. we're living in our patterns. We're almost operating for operating from a little bit of a manipulative place. It's like it's what's familiar, and I'm not saying like intentional manipulation, but to find security, we're pulling on this old pattern of how we decided to get security or whatever, but it's not being fully honest because it's right. Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a pattern seeking safety, which, and when, and when you're not fully honest, what is that? I mean, lying. that's pretty masculine. Cause what are you going uh, to do? Puff up your chest, mm -hmm. uh, start, you know, fighting against the, whatever indifference you think you have. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so that's that's going to be a struggle with this full moon. Okay. That'll be a challenge over the next couple of weeks. Being honest a, or facing your patterns? Well, you can't face your patterns without oh, being honest. I see what you're saying. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> okay. And so, you know, there's going to be a little bit of a feeling lonely when alone. Okay. I mean, because, you know, you need that interaction somehow. Yeah. But the biggest thing that I like that I noticed about this chart is, you know, right now we all have Saturn and Pisces. Saturn and Pisces is a it's, Pisces is the end of the Zodiac. This is what we call the dustbin. This is where everything comes to the end before it goes into Aries. So Saturn and Pisces is taking uh, taking life too seriously while reacting emotionally to negative conditions. You're not processing. Mm. You're bolstering up. You're too self-conscious and fearful. Your fears produced in the subconscious mind produce the anxieties and depression. I mean, when you're not being honest, I can guarantee you that you're going to either have an anxiety or depression because you're going to feel like crap for doing it. Yeah, I think that's true. 
So we need to learn how to detach from things. The biggest, the biggest thing about Saturn and Pisces is the test of severance, letting go and letting God. So in other words, you don't keep pushing, you don't keep fighting, you don't keep bloodying your head up against the wall because it ain't working. You let go. Let go of the old habits. Let go of the conditioning. When you're when you're coming up against conflict, that's obviously a signal that you're holding on to something. Mm-hmm. What are you holding on to? What is the fear? Hmm. That's the fear thought that ties into the belief system that you're trying to protect. Right. Ah, now we're really getting to an understand the evaluation of how we need to evaluate ourselves as well as evaluate others. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to, there'll be some, you know, you're going to find a lot of greedy and materialistic stuff going on over the next um, month. Really? Because Jupiter is squaring Venus. Venus is retrograde. So it's going to have to start coming forward. It'll eventually catch back up with Jupiter, which I mean, you know, Jupiter expands everything. So if you're in a, if you're much more inclined towards materialism and desires, well, that's what you're going to to bump up against. Mm. Um, and then, of course, you know, we got a Neptune Mars going on, which is making uh, feeling that that's feeling victimhood. So you may you may be finding bumping into people or having feelings of being victim by always giving in, by giving always in. being. Well, too being too feminine, don't have oh. to, uh, inability to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Okay. So, in other words, it gives us a whole. It gives us a mix here of being able to be uh, much more uh, understanding of uh, how we participate in equal and be respective of relationships and what they're teaching us. Because okay. there, there are teachers. And whether that it's relationships at work and relationships and personal personal relationships, doesn't make any difference. Right. And I mean, true. you know, we we don't even have to get into the macrocosm to see this working out in micro. Right. Lots and of so, in the macro. Yeah. So there's uh there's still a lot of um a lot of confusion going on with a Ven- with a Mercury Venus retrograde. I mean, I tell people right now, I don't trust nothing. I don't trust my thinking. I don't trust. I don't trust anything that could be subject to change mm. when it all goes direct, and it's all going to go direct near the end of the, by the middle of the month. The middle of September. So, yeah. Yeah. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, 
The co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And so hopefully during these retrograde cycles, if you went back to when Venus went retrograde, and start looking at your your relationships and your values and your beliefs and philosophies, I'll promise you, you've got a new, you've got a different perspective in some way, shape, or form. Right. But what if it's a negative perspective? Are you saying wait till these retrogrades are finished before you actually like just to make to get more clarity fully? Like, don't make any big decisions. So I wouldn't be making, you know, big decisions and buying valuable things when Mm -hmm. a Venus retrograde and and doing a lot of things that, you know, are could be subject to change mm-hmm. after these goes direct. Okay. And so, you know, hopefully what we've learned from the Venus retrograde is to be more devoted and loyal to people, mm. more devoted to our beliefs, more devoted to our cause. Non-change, being more authentic in nature. That's what Venus retrograde has been trying to teach us. Being more honest. Mm-hmm. What has Mercury been trying to teach us? No nonsense approach to difficult situations. That's it's in Virgo. I mean, you've you've got to break it down to understand 
what's going on, what's happening. You got to look at the details if, and to evaluate using our personal power and self-reliance and trusting ourselves to participate in whatever it is that we communicate as well as how we serve others. That's so okay. that sounds like both masculine and feminine. Well, because in, uh, in Mercury is a Gemini and a Virgo. Mm. One's masculine, one's feminine. Okay. And of course, Mercury is always two because it's air. So in other words, Mercury is masculine, feminine. And it's communicating both sides within you and without. But it's but it's also connected to your spiritual source. So yeah. you're not just you're not just trusting yourself, you're being guided by spirit mm -hmm. when you're when you're operating and communicating um with clarity spiritually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That makes sense to me. And, and so when we get to this Virgo new moon, uh we're fully integrating our moral philosophy of life. So after all this firmly. processing and balancing, we're coming in in September, we'll go into the Virgo new moon. Yeah. And we're finally kind of like, okay, I have some clarity. The things will be out of retrograde. You have some clarity. You stand firmly behind what you say at that point. Well, you've done a lot of evaluation. Right. At this point. I mean, you've already confronted the wobble. Mm -hmm. You've already confronted the masculine, the feminine side mm -hmm. and having to process experiences right now in life um, from a much more feminine process. Right. Um, so, you know, the biggest thing about Virgo is just projecting honesty. I mean, this is a mental, mental ordeal in this. Virgo is a hard, the hardest worker in the Zodiac. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's the, uh, recognition of our spiritual values, loyalty to family and friends. So there's a lot of positives in the Virgo new moon. Uh, but it still has that Neptune opposed the sun and the moon. So we got to stay focused. Okay. Not get too idealistic. Not get confused about who we are and what we are. Our self-image is, is going to be important. Mm -hmm. You know, we can feel when we're being um, insecure. We can feel when we're not being totally honest we can feel our fears causing us to take actions and um have responses with people that are not really as valuable as we think they are mm. so that that could be an issue still you know still have some of that self-serving materialistic concepts with Jupiter's Venus. But the one positive that I wanted to make sure we touched on is this uh, Virgo new moon um, has a, has a grand trine. 
And so that, that is probably, if, if you use that energy, it's, it's, it makes life easy. It's one of the most powerful influences in the Zodiac. It's a trine. It's easy. But you gotta you gotta have effort behind it. Okay. And it's in an earth sign. So, in other words, this can be a very calming, comforting, and the attraction power is really strong. Um, you're using the power of transformation, and that's change to let go Saturn and Pisces of old habits and conditioning that you've bumped up against or you've been struggling with so that you can find a more authentic self responding to what you want in life. So when you say to me, oh, I've got too many things going on. I'm trying to get them straightened out. I got so much happening. Well, there's no priorities. There's no focus. You're going in too many different directions. Mm -hmm. And a grand trine says, hey, you put your focus in one direction. You're going to manifest it because you're going to intuit how to manifest all your dreams, all your goals. And so this is a great opportunity to uh, bring forth a heck of a lot of abundance if we set that as a new intention and our goal at this feminine time in our life. So that's why the feminine is so important and this wobble is so important because we can all revisualize what we want to do, what we want to do over the next uh, many months. Yeah. I would say I'm doing that right now, actually, as much as you just tried to say. <laughs> that is what I'm doing is evaluating because I can't keep doing things the way I have been. They're not, I, I'm a one man show here and it's not working. So I'm not maximizing things. And I, But you have to take a moment and evaluate before you just make a rash decision. So, well, and, and so what I would say to you is this would be a great time for you to visualize what do you want? What's your life plan? I am doing what that. Do you want to accomplish right in this material world right because this is the month to start putting that and engaging that vision and then you can turn it over to the masculine when it's time mm -hmm. to start manifesting it mm -hmm. but you get you, you you're, you're now you're organizing yeah and see that's a very masculine thing is to now pull things together and organize things so that you 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 start going thing going about your project one step at a time mm -hmm. focusing on one thing at a time mm -hmm. you know people get people get going in this direction in this direction in this direction I mean, I mean they think oh I'm a great multitasker well there's no such thing so how do you make your creativity? What's the most fun? What makes you happy? How does that come into form in your vision and in your imagination? 
for the goal that you want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And then the feminine will get that information and then you turn it over to the masculine side. Then now they start pursuing it, decide when, where, and how the project begins, focus on the end result of a project and work towards it, focusing on one thing at a time and relying on their self and their individual achievements and relate to camaraderie, entertainment, and problem solving. Now that's masculine. Makes sense. So in other words, you take all of this stuff and you put it into the basket and the masculine takes over and starts making one thing happen. Each thing happen one step at a time. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> All right, Kelly Kelly. <laughs> All right, Marv. If people want to schedule a session with you or learn more about anything that we talked about, where can they find you? They can find me at Marvin at astromarv.com is my email. They can find me at astromarv.com uh, on the web and they can download off my uh, blog these notes, which I'll post here. Uh, by the time this website, by the time this all gets put up. Okay. Um, so they'll be able to read the notes and probably make even a little more clarity about what we've talked about today and the opportunity that this full moon and new moon is going to bring this month. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll put all of that in the description of the pod- this podcast for you guys. Marv, thanks for being here. And we'll talk to you again next month. I love it. Take care, Kelly. Thanks for listening to the Velvet's Edge podcast with Kelly Henderson, where we believe everyone has a little velvet and a little edge. Subscribe for more conversations on life, style, beauty, and relationships. Search Velvet's Edge wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.